0: Welcome to another episode of It's Not About You with Jamal Harrington and Marianne Riley. And now for part two of the conversation.
1: Yay! Yeah. Next week,
2: yeah. um, do you
1: make resolutions?
2: Um, do you have resolutions
1: for 2021?
2: I don't, I mean, it's not really resolutions. It's just, I mean, yes and, well, yes. It's, it, I do make resolutions, I should say, yeah. Um, I don't really look at it as like, Oh, I'm going to, you know, make this resolution and hopefully by, you know, January 15th, I'm still doing it. No, I, um, it's resolutions that I make are stuff like, you know, let's not have kids this year, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> um, let's not get anybody pregnant this year. You know, that's been working for like, you know, a long time now. Um, let's make better decisions with who I hang out with and who I, you know uh keep around me per se Mm -hmm. and um like be more like i want to get out of this i don't want to go into this covid pandemic i don't want to come out the same way that i i went in i want to kind of be like a different person and i want to be more uh you know just more giving more less of an asshole more giving but you know if that doesn't work then i'm I'm content but yeah i do make um personal uh little personal revolution re- resolutions but you know I, I, i'm 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 I, this is my favorite part of the year it's the day after christmas that leads all the way up to new year's eve those are like my favorite days so because it gives me a time to reflect and mm-hmm. uh you know you know 2020 i think we can all agree was a pretty shitty year but Dumped i'm hoping I, I'm hoping that in 2021, even though I still think we're going to be, you know, in the same situation for now, I think that it'll be, a, it'll gradually, I'm, I'm hoping it gradually gets better. Yeah. yeah. I, I
1: think My, re- that my
0: resolution 20...
1: isn't changing, it's still 1080p.
0: It's what? My resolution is still going to be 1080p. I, I, yeah, It says I don't know what that means. That's... He's talking about television my... resolution, high definition.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm a nerd. <laughs> that's your resolution, is to be no, high that's, definition. That's
0: my television resolution.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah, a, uh, yeah that's, <laughs> it's, it's, techno, it's, it's, it's hard. It, yeah. It's hard to explain, but I know exactly what he's talking about because, uh, like, whenever you're on YouTube and you see, like, the little resolution numbers on the side. 1080 yeah. and, and um, yeah yeah that's where, that's the reference yeah. yeah
1: so i don't actually i make one resolution and it's the same resolution every year is my resolution is to not make resolutions so um oh, i'm you're better than us <laughs> dead on with that but actually i saw something i saw something that really intrigued me and i thought this makes much more sense that it's much more in keeping with me as a person than making a resolution um somebody say you know like it's to look at the beginning of the year is it's like a fresh start. It's a fresh, you know, it's a new beginning for that new year, a clean sheet of paper, a new chapter. And instead of making resolutions, make goals, make goals for the year of what you want to have done, you know, accomplished that year. And for me, that's something that I can absolutely get on board with. Like I can have, I have goals that I want, things that I have to achieve. And I have, Uh, like a a trigger date for when that's supposed to happen because I need this to happen for that to happen for that to happen for that to happen you know and some things depend on other things coming together first and then some of my goals will be goals that are just you know like working on my health and stuff like that yeah making myself feel better with being in my own skin things like that that's a goal those are separate goals that I have. Those are goals that I have. That's not just necessarily for, you know, I don't look at the calendar changing to new year's that part of that goal, but you know, goals like getting, getting my house remodeled so that I can get it on the market and sell it and buy my other, a new house that I'm gonna love. And I have the one thing that I have absolutely determined that um, when we get our new house, Nobody better even leave a piece of paper behind. Cause I, I like that shit will go in the trash. You left it behind. You better take it with you. I don't give a fuck. And I can I can totally hear my son say, "Mom, that's your grandkid." I don't care. You better take it with you, or it goes in the trash. <laughs> I'm not nothing else. <laughs> nothing else in my house in the new year. I'm not gonna do it. I'm I'm so burnt out. If you've ever had people living with you, that it's it's hard because um I feel like. I'm like, like my child feels like I'm living with him. And I'm like, excuse the fuck out of me. Uh, you better be looking at the, whose name's on that mortgage there, dude. Um, and so it's, and it's difficult. I mean, it's difficult, but um, man, it's hard. if you think raising your kids is hard, get them out of the house and have them come back like a little boomerang. You're like, no, this is some bullshit is what it is. Cause I want naked n- Monday nights. We have a, a deal. We have naked n- Monday nights. You come over, you're getting naked. If otherwise, you don't come over because you don't want to see us naked, you don't come over. It's a, We're okay with that. But you know what? In front of the grandkids, it's a little bit weird, you know? Yeah,
2: that's how serial killers are made. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> exactly. I don't know.
0: I, I had a roommate that I, I, I discovered was a nudist after I moved in to their house. Mm.
2: Well, it was you know.
0: a little shocking that I got used to it.
2: Oh God. I remember my guidance counselor telling me uh, I once made a fun of a kid who, (laughs) I made fun of a kid who saw his mom uh, in the shower and he told us about it. And then like our guidance counselor was walking by and um, one of my friends was like, oh man, you're not going to believe what, you know, Justin just said. He just said that he saw his mom in the shower and our guidance counselor was like, well, once you see one naked person, you've seen them all.
1: And I was like, hmm nah okay no no not at all not even remotely not even remotely um well there's some people you see naked that you want to see naked more i'm like oh i could you know i could look but i can't touch but you know i'd like to see that again and then there's something you see naked and you're like no
2: no, 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 like nobody wants to see that.
1: <laughs> ever. And that's usually me looking in the mirror at myself, naked, like, <laughs> like, no, 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 nobody wants to see that. Yeah. Cover that shit
2: up. Like like you ever look in a mirror naked and you think and you ask yourself like what happened? And it just you wouldn't even think to say it, it just comes out like what happened? And it's like, oh shit, I'm talking to myself.
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs>
2: You know yeah, like you like i've never seen somebody naked and i've ever asked like what happened that's because you know that's a quick way to get tossed out of that person's home out of their bed and never seen again but it's like oh my god what happened um, <laughs> but if you have like a scar going across you're like you're oh my god what the fuck happened like there's a yeah. story like you know you got to prepare me for this kind of shit like hey i'm about to get naked but you're about to see something that's gonna blow your fucking mind and i'm like oh boy i can't wait oh my god you got a scar. <laughs> across your tits like what the fuck like did you wrestle a wolverine like what
1: happened (laughs) yeah yeah i think uh it's called age and gravity Um, And no i actually i had a guy ask me what i was talking about i was talking to a friend of mine about body confidence and just you know the difference between men and women and it it was a, a a male comedian who actually was supposed to be on the show today uh we were having a conversation about the difference between men and women and our perspectives on ourselves being naked and he asked me a question he goes so let me ask you He goes, have you ever ever had a guy walk out of the room or not have sex with you when he saw you naked and i was like no he goes because it doesn't happen (laughs) men don't walk out have you have you ever seen i have
2: what oh you have
1: to tell me what happened once
2: uh i when I was living in New York before I had brought this girl over to my apartment and, uh, like we've, we've been talking for a little while and I brought her over to my, and she came over to my apartment and, <laughs> and we're making out, we're like watching a movie. And we just like ended up making out on my couch, uh, on the couch in the, in the living room. And, uh, she, I, I was, I was going for the move. I was, I was making my move, uh, to grab her, to grab her breast. And she kept slapping my hand away. And, um, and I was like, okay, um, and then, you know, it, things got hotter and heavier. And then I, I thought, hey, let me try this again, you know, since the pace had kind of quickened a little bit and the intensity got high. And then I tried, and she just kept slapping my hands. So I'm like, okay, so I take off my shirt. And um, she takes off her shirt, but slowly, but surely. And um, she took off her shirt and she was like, she stuffed her bra apparently and her chest was probably flatter than mine's and whatever would i had was gone so i was like so i have to work early in the morning <laughs> i think you should leave and i said yeah and yeah it was just like i was like yeah so um She packed her stuff and left. And I continued watching the movie that I was, that we were watching because I was like, there's no way it it was, it was bad. Like, it was just, I don't know. It was just, um... but the weird thing is like, how are you going to ever know until, you know? Yeah. Like, like Louis CK said, it's like, you never know until it's too late, you know, till you just have it out. And she's like, Oh, and you're like, yeah. Like I didn't, apparently like keep this up you know but but yeah like she and I know I try to body shame anybody it was just like I was expecting you know what was
1: advertised
2: a, it was false advertisement because yeah. I mean she yeah she had stuffed it with like <laughs> napkins and I was like oh yeah. shit and I was just like and the thing is like in my good conscience like I couldn't go through with it I would have been able to perform not because yeah. of the fact that you know, she had that. Like that's that wasn't the issue. The issue was okay. I was expecting something, and then it started to get comical, and I was like, "Oh God, I, I just I just can't." You know, like yeah, it was <laughs> just it was like because my mind is going to be on that, and right, you know, it's just like uh no, you know. So it and was I just think
1: that that's fair though. I think that that's fair because when you have um, yeah. that's a be. I get that that everybody has something about their own personal self that they would like to change or enhance or decrease or whatever but you have to be true you have to be able to be yourself if you're not yeah comfortable being yourself and you're lying the if if you're like if if i was with a guy and he and if i if i was a package checker and he looked like he had like this huge package and then go find out that he's hung like a tootsie roll i would be upset because it's false advertisement, right? Like, yeah. why would you put a he pulls a sock out of his yeah. drawers? Like, if this
2: guy is walking around with like a Pringles can in his pants, and then you pull it down, it just ends up being like, you know, like a like three quarters of like a Mentos uh, yeah. package. You know what I'm saying? Like that. I mean, again, because you're like, oh my god, he's gonna be huge, and my my I'm gonna my world's gonna be rocked. Um, and the thing is like i, I now in hindsight, after thinking about how I told that story I know I come off as an asshole, but it's just like I have expectations um now there are I mean yeah, there are some people in the out there that that do have that, but they have reasons for that, like hers were natural, you know what I'm saying she, I mean they were there, but it was just like, oh, but you know, yeah like there was there was like paper towels and napkins all over my couch it was just it was a mess that is yeah that much oh my god yeah was, so if, was, if she went from like a double d to like a negative yeah
0: that's
2: yeah I, I don't even think i don't even think you could legally call it an a cup that's how flat. i mean again she wow was i was i had more tits than she did
1: yeah and and unfortunately i you know i've seen girls like that where they just had nipples that was it like yeah that was it that was it just they're you know. just nipples and you're like wow she's so flat she made a wall jealous um And you went to puberty, right? Well, and it sounds me that part right there. But if you stuff it with paper towels and and tissues, I mean, like, what are you going to do? I have allergies, you know, I'm sorry. I, I, I I put those in there because I have allergies. So I just need to have quick access to my tissue. I mean, it's not salsa. I,
2: I mean, the thing is like when, you know, when she came over, it was like, okay, there was an expectation I should say the expectation there was a good chance that something was going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You know, consensually, let me just throw that out there, but yeah, there was, there was going to be a good a chance that something was going to happen between us. But I just thought that, um, and again, she, you know, she's a very nice person and I just found it weird. Like when I was grabbing for a bra, like, I mean, her bra was pretty big. I mean, it was like, she had like a pretty big bra and so I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to go treasure hunting. And um, boy, I was so, yeah it was just like i've never that was the first time i think i've ever had like my like you could literally see the sex drive just drain out of me you know with my facial expression just like and i was so mad at myself i was like okay but yeah it was just you know uh, uh that was the first time i've ever kind of was like yeah this is not gonna happen um you know Yeah.
1: Oh, no, oh, that was a, a kind of like um. <laughs> think that i thought i thought that was when somebody said women will never be equal to men until they can walk down the street without their shirt on with big old beer belly bald head and say damn i look sexy
2: yeah but I'll, i'll be honest with you marianne i think the the people that have the most body confidence are people that are like overweight you know like like big mexican dudes have body confidence out the ass like they don't give a shit they're like this is it Somebody's gonna love this, and there are some women that are attracted to that. Uh, Big black chicks. Oh my god, they have confidence. They they could give a fuck what a skinny girl thinks. You know what I'm saying? Like they they have body confidence to die for. I've never seen, uh, like and and I and you know I yeah I've seen them in clubs. They dance. They don't they don't give a shit. You know they're like I'm
1: sexy. That's very attractive.
2: I am going to squeeze into this tube top. And I'm going to take a man home tonight. Like they have that, they have that confidence, you know, I'll date a skinny chick. Oh, does this look good on me? Does this look, you know, it's just like they, they have the most, you know, they're the ones that are, that are, that feel like less sexy for some reason, you know, or, you know, they, they, they feel a bit more body shame, which I never understood. Meanwhile, you got big black Bertha over here, shaking her ass with like three other guys. At a club, and she has all the confidence in the world. You know what I'm saying? They, yeah, you and guys go out, and 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 dudes go after that. You know what I'm saying? You know, I I think I think yeah, people who are who are bigger and a bit heftier, they have you know, and God bless them, God bless their confidence. Because even sometimes I look at myself in the mirror and be like, oh, I wish I had this, I wish I had that. I'm a little bit concerned about how my body looks you know but these guys they're just like you know what uh i'm just gonna throw on some shorts and a and a tank top and just hit the town they don't care and again i wish i had that you know confidence
0: yeah confidence is something that i lack a lot of time too
1: and I, i think the thing is though is confidence is something that's attractive uh confidence is very attractive to people because it's you know that when it kind of oozes from your pores and stuff you know I don't know I've had people tell me that I was a bitch or conceited by the way I walked around and I was like no I just I'm very like standoffish from a lot of things and that's just my mechanism to protect myself so people don't get too close to me but I mean but at the
2: same time, it's like, I mean, I don't, well, you know, even in our comedy world, you know, like, you know, I know there's a lot of people who either have confidence in their material or don't have confidence. In and you can tell just by how they carry themselves, you know, you can tell whether they're, yeah. you know, sitting by themselves in a corner of a whatever, you know, bar show we're doing and they're just writing jokes or whatever, or, you know, a bunch of comics just sitting around, you know, shooting the shit or whatever. You know, everybody has their ways of doing things and have their level of confidence, you know, um, when, it, when it comes to whether it's comedy, whether it's, you know, their body, how they, you know, carry themselves. But confidence, I think is great because it's like people, confidence attracts people, like, like you just said. Like if, you, if you're a person that's confident, um, then that means that, A, you got, you got your shit together. You know how to handle a tough situation. Uh, And I think people are attracted to that. I don't want to hang out with somebody who is, you know, a little too conservative for their own good, a person who doesn't like to have a good time, a little person who is too reserved even, Um, because then it's just like, I mean, if it doesn't match your personality, then it's like, okay, this is somebody I'm probably going to butt heads with uh on certain issues or whatever but man when it comes to somebody who has all the confidence in the world and who's just like the life of the party and who's jovial like that's the kind of person that i like to hang out with or kind of would like to be like you know right. so, so confidence is not really i don't think it's really been an issue with me as far as like uh character like character confidence
1: yeah i think for me it's more of when i have that kind of that confidence and that um when I'm really exuding, you know, my personality, my larger than life personality, Uh it's usually, it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's okay. I'm, it's almost like you're on stage when you're not on stage and you're just really putting yourself out there. And Then afterwards, okay, I'm done. Now leave me alone. I'm going to go crawl back into my introvert and I'm going to go hang out by myself and watch TV or something.
2: Yeah. Cause the thing is, it's like in our world, you're always in somebody's face you know, performing in front of people or whatever. And sometimes you just want that. I want that me time. I want that time where it's just, you know, me and my thoughts and I don't have to worry about the next show or whatever. You know, I just want to be sure that I carve out some time for me so I could remember that I'm a human being, you know, and just take care of my business, you know.
1: I'm not just a puppet on stage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And And that's, I think one of the things that's the hardest part for people who, for us, as far as like trying to talk and hang out with people outside of, of being other comics is that when they see us on stage and they see this personality and how we've got them laughing and we're so much fun and we're like, for me, I'm high energy. And so they, they expect that to be me all the time, 24 seven. Oh, that must be you 24, and no, it's not. Yeah. You know, I'm not because that's exhausting. Nobody can be on all the time.
2: Yeah, like no. especially when you're hanging out with people after the show, there's always like that one person that's just that either does one of two things, he tries to be funnier than you, and that just looks bad around his friends, or they try to get you to constantly mm-hmm. say something funny. And and I always, you know, like we'll do, you know, yeah. like we'll be at a bar drinking and they'll always be trying to get you. So what do you think about this? I'm like, wait, this 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 is not the QA port, the show is over like you know i'm not i'm not i'm not your i'm not on your clock you know what i mean so it's like this is just us hanging out as you know not as comedy audience comic audience member it's hey we're all hanging out because we had a great time and what better way to hang out having a great time kicking ass on a show people enjoying the show than having like a few beers and just and just hanging out right you know um ask me all the personal questions you want but when whenever they're just like so what do you think about trump or what do you think about bush i'm like oh i see what you're doing you think that this is a personal comedy show uh and it's not yeah. you know and it's yeah. not you know um because <laughs> you know it's not about you you know <laughs>
1: this
2: is <laughs> no, I'm, trying, I... try, I'm, trying ha- I'm trying i'm trying to i'm trying i'm trying to hang out with you know, it's always good to hang out with you know normal people you know don't try to uh, I remember uh, Danny Badaducci told me um, the second time that I was on his show. He said that he doesn't like bringing comedians on his show. And uh, he says it's nothing against stand up comedy and it's nothing against the comedian themselves. But he felt that he always felt that he didn't. He was like, I always felt like I needed to be funnier than the comedian. And I was like, Danny, no. I was like, just talk to them like regular people. You leave the funny to us. You don't have to yeah. upstage, you know, and it doesn't necessarily have to be about, it could be about, you know, our personal lives or whatever. You don't necessarily have to be funnier than us because the reason why you bought a comedian on the show is so they can be funny on your show, you know? You could still have fun with it. It doesn't take away from your interview or it doesn't take away from you being a radio personality. It's just- you know, and, and, and it's funny because I'm like, you're not the only person that has ever told me that. You know, just, oh, I feel like I got to be funny. No, you, you never have to try to out funny a comedian because then they're just going to find that. That just shows how fake you really are. You're trying so hard. I'm like, just let the comic be themselves, you know, and that's it. Don't force them to be funny because, you know, sometimes a comic is just like, hey, I don't feel like being funny right now. You know, I'm on your show to promote, you know, myself and this, that, whatever. But I'm like, at the same time, you still have to be funny in the process. Even if you have to wake up at eight in the morning to do a nine o'clock TV, you know, a show, you still have to promote and sell yourself. So, um, but yeah, so I and but when you know I did the show with uh, with another comic and and, my, and myself and him, it was just you know th- three guys and his and his people just hanging out and uh, talking, and it felt much more like smoother, authentic. It was more authentic, right? Than, than him just. You know, and all the questions were just random. It wasn't one of those th- things where he was just um, like, hey, we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about that. Um, it was more like, <laughs> what would you not want to talk about? And I'll, this is your show. I'll talk about anything, <laughs> you know, <laughs> this is right. your show, you know, if, if there's something that I don't, if you ask me a question and I don't know, I have no shame in telling people, hey, you know what? I don't know. I might have to do some research on it, but yeah.
1: So yeah. we've got um, the, the senator. What is it? They're doing the Electoral College coming up soon. That's on January 6th. Um, who here thinks that Trump's going to try and play something dirty to keep himself in the White House? Oh, I'm
2: almost positive he is. <laughs> oh, um, I don't have enough hands to raise that that's going to happen. As a matter of fact, yeah, you know. I would have had a third hand raised raised coming out of my neck mm-hmm. had I had I taken the vaccine, but um it's not my <laughs> time yet.
0: Um
2: you know. Oh I did I did hear that the
0: the not the Pfizer one, but the other one, I Ma, guess. Moderna.
1: Moderna
0: yeah, has Moderna. side effects for people who have like injections in their face. So if you have Botox, that there's like some weird things that happen
2: oh. with you. See that's why it takes many, many years for this, for the for, a drug to be approved because there's so many variables.
0: Well, you know, yeah. they, they 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 were
2: not testing people in California for sure. Oh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, uh... Yeah, no, I've been I've been watching some TV, and I, you know, like every morning I wake up, I see that they're uh, like my thing is, like. the the funny thing about this whole vaccine thing is the fact that they're actually televising vaccinations of like these people like oh this is good tv like i don't give a fuck like you know um it's not gonna be a tv credit for me if they're just like hey stand-up comedian jamal harrington's gonna get vaccinated like i mean i think they're doing it so they can show that it's safe but it's like look you want to you want to really impress me do a reality show where you vaccinate the person and then you follow them for six months and see how <laughs> that is something that I would see. You just put, sticking them with a needle and calling it good. They're leaving. We, we don't know. What's, we don't even know if they're alive or, you know, what's going on at that. start twitching randomly while they're trying to drink their coffee. I want, yeah. to, I want you to follow 20 people. We can make it like vaccination survivor. I don't care. You follow 20 <laughs> people that got vaccinated on live TV by your local news station or whatever and just follow them around. And just, you know, just, just fuck it. And then when, when one starts feeling the little itch or something like, yo, I think I'm addicted to crack or something like, I don't know, I would watch that and just make it <laughs> be like, was that? Are you sure they gave me the vaccine and not heroin? I don't know, but you know, televise the shit. Yeah. If, if you're going to televise it and just show like this much, of, I want to know the whole context bottom. Where are they now?
1: The
0: vaccination makes you enjoy reality TV, so you watch the Jersey Shore now.
2: That and before you had the vaccination, you had no hey, interest whatsoever. I say we vaccinate those guys and then bring back the Jersey Shore. <laughs> ah, had, like, a re- they had a reunion show. I didn't I w- watch it. I saw the advertisements for it though. I want to see Snooki get vaccinated. She's probably like, oh, whatever, whatever, whatever. Mark, you see, you know, just whatever, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I want to see Snooki or JWoww get vaccinated and see what happens like four months later. Yeah. They'll that, be um... pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> but I say that, I, I will say this though. I, I, I'm i I'm so glad that there is actually a vaccine. You know, I'm not, I I know I shit on the vaccine a lot, but I'm glad that there is a vaccine. I'm glad that people are taking it. Um, I'm, when it's my turn to take it, I'm just going to pass. But it's good that it's out there. <laughs> Uh, and you know, who knows? Like people are just going to be like, Hey, I heard what you said about the vaccine and I never felt better. And I'm just like, okay, I was wrong. I could admit that I'm wrong. That's what being a human is all about, but I'm still yeah, not, putting, you, you know, but I, I, I find I, fun- I find it funny while I see these memes where they're like, I'm not putting that vaccine in my, in my body. I don't know what's in it. And then there's like, you know, these like pictures of people doing heroin or People eating a cheeseburger. Right. I'm like, first of all, I know what's in the stuff that I'm eating. It's pure shit. I know that. <laughs> I, I, I'm so I I so know that. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like a, yeah. you know, it's a it's it's a dead cow, some some cheese that's probably not even real, some lettuce from from Guatemala and uh, ketchup. That's you know, like I, yeah. I. know But um. But yeah, you know, it's 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 good that they've uh that there is actually some hope there's a light at the end of that tunnel that is not a train. So it works out.
0: I have to admit though, I think it's, i I personally thought it was hilarious. The people who were talking shit about anti-vaxxers are now the ones like, yeah, I ain't getting that. Nope. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I don't know yeah. what's in it. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. And, and the thing is like, again, I think, I, I think what we should be very careful of doing is like I said, I, uh, even though I'm not going to take it, I'm not going to get mad if somebody else take it. And I don't think we should vaccine shame people because again, there are some people right. out there that need it more than I do. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and I don't think it's, I don't think it's fair for us because a lot of people have lost, you know, a loved one or whatever, and they want to make sure that they're protected, you know, and by do all you- means.
0: Do you think you might get it because of your uh, because of your job the the vaccine? Because you know, do you think you'll get it before other people? I mean,
2: uh, well, we're not even though we are essential workers. We're not even. I think we are above a mime, but below uh, like you know Joe um, Average unicorns. Like I don't think we're anywhere. You know, we're we're on the bottom you know of the of the uh, totem pole when it comes to that but the people at my yeah. job for the the people at my job for the most part i could speak for like a like a few of them they're like yeah if it's when it's our turn to get the vaccine they're gonna take it and i'm like okay cool but um one thing that i fear though is that our company or some companies will force us to take it and that's where i'm gonna draw okay. it that's where i feel like alliance gotta at be first drawn. of all
1: Um, and I won't, I'm not going to vaccine shame anybody because I think that it's imperative that there are people who want to take it, that do take it, that feel comfortable doing so. Exactly. Um, as for, now this is the HR side of things. A company cannot force you to take the vaccine. They they can't, but they would, it would be highly, highly unlikely for them to say, take this vaccine or lose your job. The reason why is, is there's a, a, a lot of legal ramifications. So what happens is if, they, if you're legally required um, to take a vaccine in order to continue working, if there's any negative side effects, then your company is liable for all that. Yeah. Because the way the the um, the way the employment laws look at it is, will this person have taken this vaccine if not being forced to because this is where they work? So most employers are not going to require you um besides the federal government the federal government's a little bit different if you are in the services as most people anybody who's ever served will tell you as soon as they sign up the government says you are now u.s government property yeah and you belong to us we can do if somebody tries to get in a fight with you we can sue them for damage to government property if you get in a fight we can sue you for damage to government property um for the term of the contract you literally are owned by the government um in those situations they can record they don't even ask you <laughs> they just line you up you're getting vaccinated you're getting vaccinated come on you're getting yeah. vaccinated ben because over. that's yeah and they're protecting their property as but for civilian companies there's a lot of of legalities that were coming into play like i i wish a motherfucker would you make me do if i have <laughs> that's a lawsuit and i want to sue your ass if i get a, if i have an allergic reaction or god forbid you know like If I had fake titties and they exploded, then, you know, I'm going to sue you. I mean, all of that stuff. Oh,
2: man. How funny would that be if that was a side effect?
1: Right? (laughs) But if you're having problems with like people with Botox or injections, that's a potential. What about if that woman who had her injection in her ass and it exploded because she was forced to get a fucking vaccine from work? her company's gonna own her ass, literally. They're gonna be responsible to replace that ass.
2: But at the same time though, I know, I mean, a lot of companies are doing everything they can to protect their coworkers, whether it's like putting a, like if you work in an office, I know they're spreading out office desks and putting like little blast shields up and stuff like that. Like I've I've seen a lot of these, um, like I was in an Uber uh, the other day, actually yesterday, and this Uber driver had his entire, I mean, it was like, he put like this crazy divider you know, this like translucent divider, like there was no way like, like anything was going in between, you know, mm-hmm. the, the backseat and the driver. And I noticed that. So it's like, you know, comp- and even my, my company, we get masks. We, they pretty much uh, made like customized masks for the company with a company logo on it. And they're like, Hey, you know, wear this. So there are companies that are out there that are taking this very seriously. Like uh, we had somebody, Oh, we had Terry Simmons uh, last week who said like, you know, his, his bosses are make mandatory. You have to wear masks, you know, plus he's a city, he's a city worker. So, you know, you got to wear these masks. So that's why I kind of feel like with the vaccination, you know, I'm most likely not, there's a 70% chance that I won't take it, but I have no problem wearing the masks. I really don't. Um, And I, and again, I hate wearing them. I don't like them. Uh, It's, you know, not that I don't have a beard anymore. uh, It's like, you know, it's sometimes because again, sometimes I forget now I'll remember to wear them. But uh, we, the the whole mask thing, I don't mind. I don't mind wearing them, but I hate it so much. But for the safety of, of course, each other and myself, I'll wear it.
1: Yeah, I've seen like today, again, I start, anytime I've been freaking out about wearing a mask, and I have been, I, I've been really like battling, and I've, I've talked about this before, I'm not okay. I am struggling. I am dealing with all the social anxieties and everything else because of this pandemic. I am absolutely having a lot of struggles with it. I'm not the only person. And if anybody on the face of this mind said, oh, I'm perfectly fine with it, I'd call him a fucking liar. Mm. But I am struggling. I am struggling. And so what are the things that I have to keep reminding myself? And there's times I look at the, you know, all these the conspiracy theories. This is just a way they're there. This is how they're trying to control you. Mind fuck you. Look. No, they're not. And here's why. I, I can unequivocally say this 100% why. Mm-hmm. 1918. Pandemic. Right. Everybody wore masks in 1918 to try and slow the spread of the pandemic when they thought it was over and they went out to celebrate it being over, that's when it surged again. But 1918, how many people up until 2019 was wearing a mask?
2: Well, it seems like it's, uh, I mean, and I've traveled since then. I know, uh, like in Texas, it seems like it's 50-50. Um, mm-hmm. Here, you know, I see there are some, and I, like here, it's like, I see a lot of young kids not wearing them. Like I would say kids from like 17 to
1: like 22, just. Right. Up. But pre-pandemic, nobody wore a mask. Oh, it was rare. You might once in a blue moon, go to the casino and see, and typically not gonna lie, I was an Asian person wearing the blue mask. And yeah. I always thought that's weird. What are you trying to, you know, are you trying to protect yourself or do you got something? But in day-to-day life, we didn't, my entire life, I've never worn a mask, never right. worn a mask outside of, of surgery or outside of being, um, in a medical setting, I've never worn a mask, but I wear one every day. Now, again, this too shall pass. Let's, yeah, we, let's, you know, this we're in a, a, a culture that wants instant gratification. That's probably Part of our problem with our millennials is they want instant gratification um if you don't have it instantly you're bored with it i don't want to deal with that I, I what do you mean i have to cook food just throw it in the microwave you know everything's instantaneous okay that's gonna take too long it's 10 minutes in the microwave fuck that, that's gonna take too long let's go to mcdonald's we have this instantaneous you know, like i want it right now and so yeah. with the pandemic this is like really slowing everything down like look we have to go old school on your ass old school wear the mask and have patience. Pack patience. Pack patience. And no, this isn't some big government conspiracy. This stop politicizing something that's scientific. This too shall pass. We know this from if you you know look at our previous history. The one thing the reason why you, why do you study history? Because history repeats itself. This is a repeating of that. We've already learned from a lot from the previous pandemic, and the most important thing that we learned about the previous pandemic is that it doesn't last forever and the country the world will move forward the world will they will not only survive they will thrive
0: well the the difference they didn't have that we have is social media and people trying to say that this is all fake blah 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 i'm pretty sure in 100 years ago there wasn't like newspapers saying this isn't real this is just the government trying to control you yeah yeah that's and- why it's probably going to take longer this time around because there are people out there saying this isn't real. The government's trying to control you.
1: Well, and if you look at the circumstances that surrounded the, the 1918 pandemic, there would have been a lot of good reasons for them to, to be able to say it was a, um, a government trying to control and all the different kinds of conspiracies that they would have said that it was. But the reality is is that it wasn't then and it's not now you know we have to be able to move forward as a a society and and you know like i i got into a huge argument this weekend on christmas with um my ex-husband's wife's son and her and i her and i were both like look this isn't something look no dog they're like oh it's a bunch of bullshit it's overinflated. you know i had a friend who died of cancer and the doctor said it was covid like, okay, first of all, no doctor is going to write down a false lie on a death certificate because it could be their license. They're, they mm-hmm. could lose their practice and their business if they try right. to lie about it, you know? And they don't, and they're like, oh, no, because the, the house, they all get more money if it's COVID instead of cancer. Okay. Where, based on what? Where's the numbers on these? I haven't seen these numbers. Everybody says that, but I haven't seen any of these numbers. And I don't know where where are you find in these numbers, please state, state your your source so that I can go look at and verify as well, you know, because this is something that I do know that if you falsify a death certificate, that is something that is a criminal, that's actionable by a criminal, uh, get, correct me if I'm wrong, Jamal, but you can be criminally indicted for that. You know, and you, these doctors could lose their license. They're not going to do that for, for what falsifying, you know, I know that they've had some false numbers, but there's also things that legitimately you can say that person died from COVID. If let's say that person had a heart attack and the first hospital they went to was packed full of COVID patients and they got turned away and they had to go to another hospital that was also full of COVID patients. And then they went to another. By the time they finally got to, to medical treatment, they died of their injuries because there was they couldn't get faster medical treatment.
0: Right. Well, the, there's also the, there's also the thing where like they died from one thing, but it was because of complications brought on by COVID.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I just found out. I just found out that my ex mother in law, one of her sisters, just died of COVID. You oh, know. Man. And. Like, I think I said to you guys, when I was dealing with these, I'm dealing with this pandemic in a different kind of perspective because of the work that I do. And I had just a living nightmare with one of my job sites that their national safety director, like our job is safety. It's in our titles. Everything that we do is we have to hold ourselves to a higher standard than everybody else. As a safety professional, you absolutely have to like, I cannot get in my car. And drive even a foot without having my seatbelt on. Why? Because mm-hmm. I have to hold myself to a higher standard. I could never get into a forklift and not immediately put my my seatbelt on. There's these safety things that I, is drilled into me that I have to I have to embody safety in everything that I do, all the time because I have to hold myself to a higher standard. That's what lead I do. By I live. Example. I breach. I do. I absolutely have to live. Live. Lead by example. And so when you find out that somebody who's a national safety director, now to get to that level of a national safety director for a major company is a lot of years of work. And it's a lot of safety is second nature to you. you it's in your sleep you be doing safety things, right? You don't take chances. And so for somebody at that level to not only get COVID, but to die of COVID, it puts things in a whole different perspective it puts you into a real talisman because this is one of those people that you know has that same level of standard that you do and listening to their their peers and stuff about how this person everything they did they were always talking about safety and it tells you just how indiscriminate that the UK is even more more um uh I, I don't want to say I'll say it's um transmittable it has a higher level of transmission not that it's more deadly but it transmits to more people and faster which means that you're going to see a higher levels of death because the people that maybe would not have gotten it otherwise are going to be in exposure and we don't know if people like jamal who's already had covid are even have any kind of immunity to this new one so oh, yeah there's this mutation like this is very scary it's very scary to see that you know like how do we have this like no they still think that the virus or the the, the, um not the virus but the um vaccine could have an efficacy of the same with this new the mutated virus as it does for the other virus. But they don't know that yet yeah. because the new virus is so, this mutation is so new that they don't know. The only thing that they can tell us is that, eh, we don't think it's going to be any more deadly. We don't think it's going to cause any I more death.
0: Is that they, That's the one thing I heard is that it's not more deadly than the original virus. Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. So. It's as deadly. But again, more people can... Get it because it's, so, it's be so faster transit this mutation rate? This mutation so the question spreading. that I have is, is that um, the same way? It's it's still how, how the, the same the, way.
0: How is this uh, mutation spreading? Is it spreading the same way? Yeah, same way. Yeah. Okay.
1: So it's so the thing is, is that by the time they found this new mutation, you know, like it's too late. It's already here. If they found it. Yes, they first noticed it in the UK, but it, that doesn't mean that that's where it started. And so it means that it's by the time they've already located, it, even like the first time the virus was was that outbreak when they were saying Wu Tang in China, and they found the first they found the first case of it leaving the country in uh, Bothell, Washington. It had already started spreading. It had already left that. Con- they didn't even know about it. It already it was, because it has that that incubation period of up to 14 days. How many, I want you guys to stop and think about this. Where have you guys been for the last 14 days? Every single day, Todd, for you would probably be easier. Jamal, where have you been? Where have I been every single day for the last 14 days? Working back, take me a long time. right here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's gonna take me a while to put together. But as work, you go to different locations, yeah. right? So Although, I tried to put together my whole timeline for the last 14 days. I can't tell you how many different people, especially over Christmas, because I did leave to go do some shopping. Yeah, How many people I have encountered.
0: Although I did go over to my sisters and my nieces for the holiday, but I didn't, when I was out and about in the world, I was wearing a mask the whole time. I didn't I didn't uh, I, I didn't I didn't uh, hesitate. I just, if I was doing something, I did what I needed to do. And then, and and then went back to, it's like going to the store. I went and got what I wanted. And then I left. I didn't, I didn't wander the store looking for other things to get. I didn't, I didn't, you know, I didn't, you know, hang out, you know?
1: Right. I do know that I have hand sanitizer in in both of our vehicles and, literally as soon as we get into the vehicle the first thing i'm doing is putting hand sanitizer and hand sanitizing the shit out of myself i mean i i look at the world in, in different ways now that i did before i was always one of those kind of people that i'm like ah fuck it i have a great immunity system because i've been exposed to everything and i'm fine um now i'm a lot more freaked out um i'm a lot more germaphobe um than i ever was before and and i look at again I equate it to the same thing it's like when you anytime you go out even wearing a mask and and you see unless you're wearing gloves and you take those gloves off before you do anything but you know you still if you touch your face or, you, or around your eyes or your mouth um, or even something you know there's so many different things transmission things that ways that you can transmit but if you like, if you were in your house and you were wearing gloves all the time, and then you touched something, and you took your gloves off, and then touched something, and went to go eat, you happen to constantly wash your hands and everything. But it's it's one of those things that as a I'm becoming this germaphobe, rightfully so. That I'm just everything that I think about, everything that we do has to have a different level of awareness to it.
2: Well, I mean, I think nowadays, you know we need to be i mean i think we've been more aware of our our our, our social settings you know um i wear a mask almost everywhere that i go if i'm going to be in a place where there's going to be a ton of people you know i i keep my mask on just because excuse me you you never know you know right. um and and the thing is i i noticed that you know um a lot of people are actually doing the same thing. Uh, I was at a, like a function yesterday and, um, we, uh, there was people there that a lot of people showed up, but they were all wearing masks. They were all hand sanitizing. Uh, A lot of them was doing the social distancing thing. So, and the, the function wasn't packed. And that was like my big, I was like, man, I, I mean, I want, you know, people, of course we want people to come. It was like a memorial service. And, um, but at the same time, you know, I was kind of like, you know, watching people talk and kind of like being aware of my surroundings and whatnot. But I see that there are a lot of people that are that are actually taking this very seriously. My main thing is the people that don't and won't because of whatever, you know, reasons that they have in, in their head. So it's, you know, but for the most part, like you just asked, where was I the past 14 days? Uh, mainly work and home and you know, and this on the subway going to and from, which is even scarier because I'm on a subway where there's always that one guy that just ruins it for the whole party. Right. Just, just comes on the train, uh, no mask. And then, and then of course, like everybody looks at, everyone's like looking at that person like, wow, you know, person got the balls to come on a, on a train, a, confi- mm-hmm. a confined space, mind you, that's underground and he's not wearing his mask and but I will tell you this I don't even I don't care if you don't wear a mask I, I I'm, I'm so over the fact that some people aren't wearing them I'm so over the fact that some that you know people are walking around you know just all willy-nilly I, I don't care anymore because at the end of the day they're going to be responsible for their own actions, and they're going to pay for it one way or another. You know, or maybe they won't pay for it at all, and then they just get off lucky. But yeah. I, I, you know, and but again, when I see that, I say, you know, the first thing that comes to mind is this is why I'm not on stage.
1: Yeah, yeah. This
2: is why I can't go to a comedy club. Yeah. This is why I can't have you can dinner have with them.
0: Nice things because people think that you know it's not going to happen to them. It's not going to happen yeah. to anybody. You know you know personally i don't know anybody i mean i know people who know people who've who've died from it but i don't i don't have any friends or family that have that have been taken by it and and i'm grateful for that that's definitely yeah. something i'm definitely grateful for every day especially considering like my niece she she's she works at a hospital she's on the front lines and um and you know, the only reason why I even agreed to go to my sister's house and my niece's house for the for the holidays is because nobody around her has been sick. So she hasn't made anybody else sick, so I think she's okay. So yeah. her kids didn't consider it's, yeah. it's still it's a gamble. It's still kind of a gamble,
1: but, but you know, yes. you have to take calculated risks. And I agree with that. I'm not going to I at the point where I take calculated risks, but I also am not... cuz I can't stop living. I'm not going to stop living my life. because of of this but i'm going to do everything it's the same thing and i do anything in in safety what's the worst that can happen and how do i prevent it from happening what can i do what steps can i take to prevent this what can i do to mitigate this risk to make it manageable and so those things are the hand sanitizer wearing the mask washing the hands um Social distancing keeping away from people who aren't doing that stuff if i'm touching something before I put something in my mouth before I take a drink, I use hand sanitizer to make sure that I've killed the germs first uh, it's those are the little things that we do that it's, that's um and it, it, that's a responsible thing to do as an adult too well also right. what
2: you're what you're also doing is you're also kind of leading by example i mean here's the thing let's say you're wearing your mask and you go to a store or something and you, and somebody comes out of their car also, and they're not wearing a mask, but they see you wearing their mask. They might think, oh shit, I was just driving here. I'm in a car by myself. I forgot my mask in a glove compartment or whatever. Sometimes you remind people uh, to wear a mask. I know there'll be times where I'll walk out of this place and I'll, and again, I'll forget wearing, I'll forget my mask. And uh, because I see somebody wearing it, and then I will put my hand by my face, and I'm like, "Oh, I'm not supposed to be feeling all of this." So, you know, uh, leading by example is pretty much all we, we all we can do in hoping um, in hoping for in hoping for the best. You know, that's because again, like I said, I, I have so much shit going on in my life to worry about which asshole is not wearing a mask and and who is. I'm like, you know what? I got enough. I got enough going on in my life. You know, right. we far be it from uh, far be it for us to tell people how to live. Um, you know, because again, who, if here in New York, if I was to tell somebody to, Hey, you should wear your mask. I would get, I'm in a fight. That's a fight already, you know, starting yeah. right there. And yeah. it's just like, you know what? I, I, I don't feel yeah, like some
1: places mind your business. Yeah. Mind I, your business.
2: I don't feel like getting stabbed. I don't feel, you know, I'm just yeah. like, Hey, do you I bro? Just- I suspect that's what
0: happened to Rick Moranis. He probably told that guy he should be wearing a mask and he just said fuck you and knocked his ass
1: out. That's very possible. Okay <laughs> guys, so we've got like 5 minutes left. Um real quick. Plans, what are your plans, Jamal, for New Year's?
2: I am going to I'm going to I'm going to watch them drop the COVID ball in Times Square at the safety of my own home. I I'm yeah. not I'm not I'm not gonna go out. I'm just gonna prob- I'm gonna be here in, Was- in, in Washington in New York, and uh, I'll probably I'll, I'm, I'm probably just gonna you know do some writing. I'm not really uh, I mean I'm so excited about it, but I'm not gonna go out this this go round. I'm staying indoors. Yeah. I'm gonna drink a lot of Jack Daniels and a lot of Jameson. That's the plan.
1: Ooh, that's a great. I'm gonna plan. drink. What are you gonna drink?
2: Is that Fireball? What is
1: that?
0: It, it this is called it's Sinfire. It's cinnamon whiskey.
1: Sinfire. Oh, oh. It, that's actually not too bad. But Sinfire, that's something that you have to drink when it's ice cold. That makes it even better. It goes oh, down it? smoother. Oh, oh yeah. Put it, so it in the freezer because it makes it go I'll down so freezer, much then. smoother. It's not uh, that good warm. It's pretty
0: smooth already. But as far as like the thing I've been doing those last three three or four years is uh I about four years ago I saw a story online. Um, somebody had figured out the the time you should start watching Star Wars for the Death Star to explode at midnight. Uh, so I've been doing that. It's like that's kind of cool. <clears throat> Happy New Year!
1: Start watching what?
0: Star Wars, the original Star Wars movie.
1: Ah, okay. Well, my big so, plan. Um, I don't know if we're we're planning on going out um like to a casino or something i really don't care um but my big plan is, is as soon as it rolls into 12, 12 a um uh january 1st i'm screaming jumanji i don't know if it's gonna do anything i don't know if it's gonna change anything if it's gonna help but it can't hurt right i'm screaming
2: Beetlejuice, <laughs>
1: I know I, if
2: if you say that and then all of a sudden the ticker says January 1st 2020 and we're in we're back I'm coming after you <laughs> 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 I am coming after you I was like oh wait 20 wait how come that zero didn't turn into a one what the fuck happened I'm coming for you there he is. <laughs> Cause, oh, yeah. The, what happened right. what do you know i'm like somebody in seattle be, mind you it'll already be 12 o'clock here and nine o'clock over there but mind you that's probably going to yeah. be the reason why be 3 oh lord have mercy like i wake up and then it, it goes 2021 20, and then it just goes back into a zero again i'm like no 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 no, no. i gotta hunt somebody down and make yeah. them like like on liar liar where jim carrey makes that kid like Uh, redo his wish, I'm going to have you do that. I'll be like, I I need you to say Happy New Year 2021 and blow into this little horn. But okay, so let, let me ask you this before we uh before we uh sign off. How are we liking the Zoom thing?
0: Uh, other than the occasional Miriam getting really quiet and I
2: can barely hear her, it's been good. Okay, so it looks yeah, like we're we're I'm married sure. we're married to this. Not sure. a bit of I don't I don't know if it's on my end. Can you hear her okay?
0: Uh yeah, I can hear her. Okay, so it's got to be on my end. I'm getting new internet on Wednesday. So hopefully that will fix every issue that I have from my end, whether it be lag or things pixelating or pausing or whatever.
2: So, all right. <laughs> That'll be nice. It'll be nice. All right. Well, well ladies and gentlemen. Awesome.
1: Jo- it's, it's been a fun show. and I appreciate it. Uh, if I don't talk to you guys, I will see you next year.
2: Yep. Yeah. So uh, happy New Year's to all of our listeners, and uh, please be safe out there. And yeah, wear your mask, or else I'll have to kill you myself. <laughs> and and that's 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 worse than a COVID death. Trust me, I make you suffer for a long time. <laughs> all right, signing off. Thanks
0: for tuning into another episode of. It's Not About You with Jamal and Marianne. Be sure to check them out on Facebook at Not About You Pod. That's N O T A B O U T, the letter U P O D.